Hi, sisters, and welcome back to Goth Sorority Bachelorette Recap. We're your hosts, Kathleen and Eleanor. So we're a bit behind. Yeah. We're not going to try to catch up all in one episode. No, it's not happening, guys. You're just going to have to settle for what we can give. (laughs) It's been crazy. We've been moving into a new house, Mm -hmm. so... Sorry if it's a bit echoey. Yeah. We are in our living room, which is not fully furnished. Yeah. It also just has like really high ceilings. So yeah, we're kind of living large. Yeah. Not much we can do about it. Sorry. (laughs) So lots, lots happening on The Bachelorette. Jesus Christ. Again, we will not backtrack. I think the last we covered was like maybe three weeks ago. (laughs) But we must say, week before last was Men Tell All. Yeah. And before that, before they started Men Tell All, we got 15 minutes of Michael A. self-eliminating. Yeah, he and did. And we must discuss that. We must discuss. Oh, my God. Like, I'm sorry. And I know we said we weren't going to recap, and I don't intend to. Yeah. But to have Andrew A. leave. hmm and like that was messy. Yeah. And then to immediately turn around and have this happen, that's just like, oof. Yeah. Big yikes. And there's just nothing that could be done about it. Cause mm-hmm. his son FaceTimed him and said, Why don't you want to see me anymore? And yeah, if you're a single parent and your kid says that to you, you're like, well, that's terrifying. Fuck. But I must say it is odd to me that he told his kid that he was on a business trip. That is strange. Like it makes sense to me why a kid would think like, oh, my dad's on a business trip. He seems to never be coming back. Like how long could this business trip possibly take? Yeah. It's not natural for there not to be like an end point to that. And yeah, it would be hard to explain to a four-year-old the bachelorette. But like the business trip thing, I think made it worse. Yeah. The sense of abandonment. Yeah, yikes. Yeah. And what was he supposed to do? Like, I think he made the right decision. Yeah. But obviously the way that way it played out was just so heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Because he had become our favorite yeah. by far, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, we really loved Andrew S. Yeah. But then he was gone. Yeah. So, like, of the top four, it was like Michael A., no question, was our favorite. Yeah. So for him to leave, we were like... Are you kidding me? Because Greg, our favorite Greg from the very beginning, mm. we had just started to think that he was boring and he He's was just bland. There was just no substance to him. I mean, he would make up for that in weeks to yes, come. Yes, yes. He said, just wait. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we were like, kind of like, fuck Greg. Yeah. And fuck Blake and fuck Justin. I mean, Justin seems yeah. nice, but like, don't know a single thing about him. So it just seemed like, wow, Katie is... It's a lose-lose-lose situation, Mm -hmm. and our best-case scenario is that she ends up with no one, and then she reconnects with Michael A., Uh which he made clear he would be open to at the mental all. Yeah. Where she seemed very uncomfortable. Like, so cold to him. Yeah. And just to all the men, like... Normally, I feel like there's like some banter, some rapport. Yeah, because it's like if you're happily engaged to a man that you love, Mm -hmm. I feel like you'd be a bit more relaxed. Yeah. If you're comfortable in your relationship. If you're not, then it's kind of, yeah, you're just like looking at, you know, things you regret, things like that you could have done. Yeah. Yeah. So it it seemed very odd. Um, I don't think it bodes well for the outcome. Yeah. Of the season. I think it means that. She's unhappy. Yeah. I hope. (laughs) So moving into this week, hometowns, quote unquote, hometowns. This season is so messed up. We have three people in hometowns. They're not even in their hometowns because it's still COVID times. So we have once again, another round of just depressing hotel uh, cobbled together excuses for home yeah it's awful i can't wait to go back to the regular format except now with delta it's like michelle's is also gonna be fucked up so if you are an anti-vaxxer fuck Fuck you you. honestly (laughs) literally go fuck yourself anyway specifically for this yes (laughs) ruining another season of the bachelor but so we've got three people left Mm -hmm. 
So first up, we have Blake, who is probably our least favorite person I, there. Probably? No, no. for Come sure. On. He's for sure our least favorite person there. He's just kind of like gives me like an icky feeling. I get the ick so hard every time I look at him. Like, I don't think he's a bad person. I think he's just cringy and, and ugly. I'm sorry. He's, he's so unattractive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's always just like immature, like sexual innuendos. Mm -hmm. Like it just kind of makes my skin crawl. Yeah. He just gives me very much like horny 15 year old yeah. boy vibes. Yes. And that's not like. It's not husband what I want to see on the telly. You yeah, know? yeah. So they do a Canada-inspired date that was just taken directly yeah. from the book of Matt James season with Serena, mm -hmm. who was Canadian. I remember that date was like super cold and super <laughs> just like weird. They were like doing trivia, and there was nothing romantic about no. it. This time around, yeah, it was like same. Same vibe. More of the same, same vibe, except with Blake's added immaturity and yeah. sexual in innuendos. So, yeah, I think they do, like, uh, hockey. Something with hockey. Something. They, like, took shots of maple syrup. They ride a mechanical moose. It's just like, eh. Yeah, nothing special. And then we go to meet Blake's family, which is his mom, his brother, and his sister. His brother is identical to him except with yep. a man bun yeah not a good sight not a good visual Very unfortunate um his sister's fine his mom's fine like it just was so unremarkable yeah. it was like can we get this over with no and it's like they were flying through them yeah like the first two hometowns literally only took up 30 minutes of the Maybe. entire yeah show yeah so like they were powering through them, and it was obvious that, like, yeah, even if there was a story there that was of substance, that's not what they were going to focus on for the episode. No. So, yeah, his mom, you know, talks to her, talks to him. Do you really love each other? Mm -hmm. Have you told each other that you love each other? And this is when I think we, like, properly learn. Because has Katie said before, I think they may have discussed it last week, but how she's not going to tell anyone that she loves them until. No, I feel like that came out during earlier. this episode. During no, this episode. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it was never explicitly said before. I don't mm -hmm. think where she was like, I'm not telling anyone that I love them yeah, no. until the end. So it's kind of like, they make it seem like this is something that we've known all season. She was never going to tell anyone that she loves them. Which is just untrue. Which is untrue. Yeah. She's all about like, expressing yourself being fully like authentic and now there's this like technicality that it feels like is being made into a big thing that wasn't yeah. we weren't aware of before so yeah blake has not told her that he loves her mm -mm. which his mom thinks is concerning she's like well you better tell her mm -hmm. or else someone's gonna beat you to it but on the other hand his sister is like well, do you actually love her? Like you said, you loved who? Claire. Claire. Like disgusting. Ew. And then Tasha. Yeah. So she was like, "So this is the third Bachelorette that you love." And he's like, "It's different." But she was good. She was grilling him. Yeah. Because yeah, it's like he strikes me as that kind of person where he just is like becomes infatuated with, with someone. whoever is available. Yeah, but he's just like emotionally immature. Yeah. Like, definitely does not seem like the type of person you would want to marry. No. And have a family with. For God's Ooh, sakes. him as a father. No, I can't even think about that. That's How awesome. old is he? He's like 28. I don't know. I literally don't even know. Yeah. We are not going on team Blake no, here. Absolutely not. If I see that man on my screen. He better not. <laughs> honestly, like, if he wins, it's like at least we probably won't see him again on yeah, another that's season. True. Or on, on Bachelor Paradise. Or on Paradise. Because I don't want to see his ugly face <laughs> in any more seasons of this show. No offense. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's just not our cup of tea. No. So, yeah, we fly through that one. Then Justin's up next. And Justin, there's a bit of drama mm -hmm. because Justin's on the phone with his mom and she's like, I'm not coming. I don't think it could possibly be real. You can't like love someone in a matter of weeks. Which I mean, fair, but damn. 
yeah, she was a bit harsh. We don't see that very often, you know, mm -hmm. it's like there will be a hometown where the parents are kind of hesitant, but to outright be like, no, I ain't coming. Yeah. It's like, okay, I respect it. So it's just two of Justin's friends that are coming and they are just, you know, regular dudes, nothing remarkable about them. The three of, or the four of them, like, you know, spend some time together. Justin makes, or he doesn't make, I'm sure the production assistants make like, you know, a couple little Maryland things. He's from Baltimore. So there's like some Baltimore, like graffiti, yeah. like on cardboard. And there's like a, a cardboard Baltimore, like sign. This, yeah. So lame. So fucking lame. So depressing. And then they eat crab, right? Something. Yeah. They're like eating crab. And they're still not saying anything. I don't he, know. He like said some weird thing, thing about because she was like, "Oh, I hate like cracking the crab open." He was like, "Sometimes you have to go through the ugly part to get to the good part." It's kind of like us or something. And I'm like, "Oh." It's also like, what ugly part have you been through? Like being on the show, I guess, is what he's referring yeah. to. But I'm like, "Damn, this is the best it gets, boy." Yeah. They <laughs> really know. just seem to have no chemistry to me. Yeah. Like no sexual chemistry. No. But she kept like, going on about how like easy it is with him and how they have so much chemistry. And I'm like, I don't it see does it. not translate. Nope. Uh, they're, yeah. yeah. They're just like pals or something. It's bestie vibes only. So not romantically involved. Um, yeah. And then they spend the night with his two friends chatting. Again, like we learn nothing about him. Except they're like, oh, we've never seen him like this with a girl. Yada, yada. One friend is definitely more invested than the other. He's kind of like, you know, talking to them both, being like, mm -hmm. well, you need to tell her how, how you, you feel. feel. I'm just like, how could Justin possibly love her? How could it? It's no just way. like, we don't know anything about him. Does yeah. he even talk to her? I guess so. But it's like, damn. He just comes off as very boring, which I'm sure yeah. is not true. Maybe he's just been given a very unflattering edit. Yeah. I'm like, yawn. I'm not going to remember who he is <laughs> like one season from now. No, not at all. No. So, yeah, it's just that was even shorter than Blake's, I think. Yeah. The friend. It was literally like, a blip across the screen. Yeah. And so we were like, oh my God. It's what are we ugly. gearing up for? And we were right. We were right. We were correct. But Justin, to be clear, does not tell her that he loves her, I don't think. I don't think anyone says it to her. No, until. Until. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we've got about one hour, 30 minutes left heading into Greg's hometown. And, I mean, obviously, from the previews, we knew it was going to be ugly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, been it's wait, we've good. been it's waiting for this one. And going into it, I was like so excited because I was like, fuck Greg. Greg's so boring. Mm -hmm. I'm over Greg. And then things just like got completely out of hand because their date is actually really sweet. Yeah, and so we're sweet. All we're like, all like, oh my God, Greg. Like, like, oh my God, Greg. They actually are so cute together. Yeah. The, the editors did not have to do us. No, like God. Yeah, so they he plays basketball with her because uh -huh. he's like, you took me fishing, which is something special you did with your dad, and I used to play basketball with my dad. So they, like, play horse or, like, they play kiss. kiss. And then they – he does, like, a fake rain moment. moment as well. He's like, well, it also rains in New Jersey sometimes. And then he, like, snaps and it starts raining. Yeah. Which do you think that was like hot water or cold water or just like lukewarm? Lukewarm, probably. How do they do it? I don't know. <laughs> and honestly, I'm like, it's I an intern know. up in the tree with the hose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they have their like notebook moment. He does kind of also have like a Ryan Gosling yeah, notebook quality. quality to him, I think. I think the Jake Gyllenhaal is the strongest. He's a Jake Gyllenhaal rising with like a Ryan yes. Gosling moon. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know. So, yeah, it's just a really lovely time, kind of steamy in the rain. Mm -hmm. And then they go in and they meet with his family. So it's his mom, his brother, and one of his best friends. Mm -hmm. His two sisters could not make it. 
So I think it starts with a video of his two sisters. Yeah, giving him a little message. Yeah, and then his nieces and nephews. Yeah. And he's crying. Yeah. So we were all like, oh, like Greg's crying. He's That's such so a softie. Which, oh. yeah, I mean, he is. <laughs> More on that later. Um, yeah, so it's just sweet. And then, you know, how it goes. They break off in different combinations of people. Um, Greg's family comes off as much more Jersey than he does. Oh, yeah. I think. His mom definitely is a Jersey Jer- girl. She's a Jersey girl. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they seem very supportive. They ask the questions that... You know, everyone else is asked, like, Mm -hmm. do you love him? And she tells everyone else in his family, I'm not telling anyone, anyone that I love them until the very end. But she does not tell this to Greg himself. Yeah. Which will cause issues. Yep. Greg's talking to his friend. He does something which drives me crazy. (laughs) He's done it all season. And then this episode, he did it about 15 times where he's like, I love this girl. I have so much fun with this girl. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. This girl. I hate it. It's so Jersey. It's so cheesy to be like. It's cheesy. I love this girl. God, this. I just. It's like you're having a serious conversation. You're telling your friend, like, I want to marry this girl. (laughs) Cheesy, cheesy, cheesy. Yeah. Pretty horrific. And yeah, his friend is just kind of like, okay. (laughs) You know, seems kind of like. Yeah. His mom. His mom and his brother seem happy for him. Well, yeah, they're like, this is the, like, happiest we've ever seen him. Or that we've seen him in the last, like, two two years years. at least. So then Katie has a one-on-one with his brother. Also, Greg definitely got the best-looking jeans in the family. Yeah, no (laughs) offense. By far, no offense. Yeah, and his brother, like, tells Katie, you are the only person he has opened up to about our father's death. He hasn't spoken to anyone else about his death. He died two years ago in a like somewhat sudden way. Yeah. Never talked about it except with you. Like that should be sending some red flags. Up, yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. And it's like, it's not a bad thing that he's opened up to her. No, it's definitely alarming. Yeah. And so they're like, yeah, we haven't seen him this happy. And then he himself is like, yeah, I, have not been this happy at all since dad died. I haven't talked to anyone about it. And I just like connect with her so deeply about it. So it's really nice with his family and then his family leaves. And then is when things really kick off. Yeah. So with Katie and Greg's one-on-one discussion, then on the couch, he even more like bears his soul. Oh, he like, really puts it all out there. Mm-hmm. He says like, there's been a hole in my heart and you fill that hole. I have not been happy at all since my dad's death, but you like make me so happy. I want to marry you. I love you. Mm-hmm. He tells her that he loves her. And it's like a very heartfelt moment. You can tell he's mm-hmm. like, has he's not used to opening up to yeah. people. Like has been incredibly vulnerable yeah and she is just she's like looking at him and she's like i love looking at you i love looking at you she's not even like you know touching him kissing him like they are sitting apart Uh no contact made she's just kind of like sitting there looking at him i don't know if she was just worn out but it was very it seemed very out of character for katie yeah for sure Because this is what she's been waiting for, especially from Greg. She's been, like, dying to hear from Greg that he loves her. Yeah. And he says it, and she just completely, like, kind of shuts down, down, which is super weird. Yeah. I don't know why she did that, but as soon as she says, I love looking at you, it's like his face. A switch flips, and you can see it on his face immediately. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember how it goes. They kind of like start to say goodbye, but you can tell he is like hugely upset. Yeah. And she's just kind of like confused. I think she's like asked him maybe, you know, what's wrong. Or yeah. And 
I think Nick Vial pointed this out on Twitter. I mean, we'll get into a lot more analysis of it um, in a bit, but yeah, it's like, he's just opened up about the fact that like, he's had a hole in his heart from his father's Mm -hmm. death, which he's never talked to about. He's never talked about it with anyone else other than her. And she's like, what's wrong? You seem sad. And it's like, yeah, he is sad. Yeah. And he loves, just because he loves you, that doesn't mean it's like, oh, he's like, just, you know, really happy that he loves you. It's like, he has other emotions happening at that moment. And it's like unfair of her, I think, to just be like, what's wrong? You seem sad. It's just, it just was an unnatural reaction, I think. So then they stand up and they're kind of walking out and they have that weird conversation in the shadows, which kind of seems like, are we even supposed to see this? They probably like the producers wanted them to feel like they were alone, Mm -hmm. Uh, but obviously nothing is sacred (laughs) in the bachelor landscape. So, and this is when Greg kind of says outright, like, I don't see how you're still considering the other guys. Yeah. Like, how could you not know that it's me and you by now? Yeah. Cause he's reacting to her, not saying it back. Yeah. And I think she said before that, she was like, I told your family, like you'll be here next week. And yeah. And in her mind, that was like a very reassuring thing to him. It's like, you're not going home. You're going to be a finalist. But to him, he's like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. Like, do you love me or not? I don't understand how you could, like, sit there while I tell you that I love you and be so cold. Yeah. So she, yeah, she's just like, I don't see what else I could do to reassure you. Like, just wait. Just keep waiting. It's me She's and like, you. I feel like I'm. you're giving up on us. Yeah, which is... Again, he just told her that he's in love with her. And she says, I feel like you're giving up on us. Yeah. So I don't know. Katie was just kind of weird that night. Yeah, for sure. Um, And Greg, I'm not saying that's, it's not her fault that Greg was then extremely triggered by it. Yeah. Like it most certainly flipped a switch in Greg. Yes. So they part ways that night, and mm. it's very unsettled. It's very clear that there is. Hold up. Before we continue, yeah. she also says one more thing that's very noteworthy oh. during that conversation. She's like, do you know how it feels to have to. To be committed to you. Yeah, and meet these other people's families. Yes. She says that. Yeah. All right. So she's telling him certain things that are explicit. Yeah. So like, basically indicating that he is number one. Yeah. In the ranks, yeah. you know, as she would probably put it. Yeah. Um, but she set this boundary where it's like, I will not say I love you. Yeah. But she hasn't told Greg that, that she has that boundary. Yeah. So that must be incredibly confusing for her to be like, I'm committed to you. You're going to be here next week. But yeah, clearly not saying I love you. Yeah. Um, and people are saying like, she set that boundary for herself and he needs to respect that, but, but he doesn't know of it. Yeah. So. Did he know of it is the question. I don't think he did. Cause she's like, I told you all of your family members and he's like, you didn't tell me. Yeah. So it's just messy. And it's, yeah, it's like, how would Blake and Justin feel watching that back? Her being like, you know how it feels to like have to meet these other guys, families, like when I'm committed to you. And I think something else that like damages the situation is the fact that Greg has clearly never watched The Bachelorette mm-hmm. or like watched it in depth. Um, and in recent history, like Claire, Claire just ran off with Dale week three. Yeah. So in Greg's mind, he's like, you're telling everything that you're telling me is indicating that like it's you and me in the mm-hmm. end. So why can't you just tell me that you love me and that we can leave? Yeah. So it's understandable that he would be confused, but it's left very unsettled. And then they part ways. Yeah. And it's clear that like, I mean, we know what's going to happen. Yeah. We know that Greg is going to leave, but it's like, damn. Things deteriorated very quickly. Rapidly. Rapidly. So yeah, next day, I guess he shows him walking up to Katie's, uh hotel room or whatever knocking mm-hmm. on the door she lets him in 
And how does he like start the conversation? I think he just jumps right in and is like, last night, I feel like I was bearing my soul to you and I was talking to a stranger. You gave me nothing in return. Like you felt so distant when this whole season you felt like just Katie to me. And then for whatever reason, last night, it was like, you were so far away. You were a stranger. You weren't reciprocating my feelings at all or like reassuring me. Um, which, yeah, I mean, it's not Katie's job to baby him. No, but I do think that like, it's not a bad thing that he told her how he felt about that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, this is how he felt. It's good that he communicated that. But again, yeah, it just, it it devolved so quickly to where him walking in there, it's clear that his mind is already made up. Because when she said that last night, when she looked him in the eyes and said, I love looking at you, it was like something snapped and there was no going back. Yeah, And in that moment, he felt so like, abandoned so not respected kind of yeah. like he had just been so vul- vulnerable more vulnerable than he had ever been in his life and he just felt like he was left hanging and i think for a lot of reasons like most people in that situation would be upset yeah or embarrassed or can just confused about yeah and confused and then you add to that the fact that it's like <laughs> his father yeah but yeah i was like not only was he being vulnerable about his feelings towards katie but Mm. also about his feelings about his dad's death so combining those things to combining those together was yeah a very intense emotional moment Mm -hmm. so for her to just like seem very cold and then to be like what's wrong you seem sad it just seemed like yeah. there was miscommunication there. They were not on the same level. Yeah. I don't know why that was. I don't know. It's not Katie's fault. Like, miscommunication mm-hmm. happens. Like, you can't be expected to be perfect all the time. Or yeah. to, like, you know, reciprocate Always say the right feelings. thing. Yeah. Like, that happens. So, in theory, it's like, oh, it would be good in a healthy relationship for Greg to then be like, hey, you know what? I felt like you were being really cold mm-hmm. and distant. And I felt confused about it. Mm-hmm. But instead, because that switch had flipped already. It was like he was out for blood. He, yeah, he was not happy with her. He had already made up his mind that he was leaving. And he kind of wanted to like. Twist the knife. Yeah, yeah twist the knife, I guess. Kind of like stick it in her face. Like, that's why I'm leaving. Like, this is yeah. your fault that I'm leaving. Yeah. So. It's kind of more of the same of the night before, but Katie is very caught off guard. Like she oh, yeah. is like hardly saying anything. She's like crying. She seems very shocked. Yeah. Again, Greg is just like, I opened up to you. I told you what you wanted to hear. And you don't know like if it's me and you in the end yet. And you tell me like, oh, you'll be here next week. You'll get a rose. And he's like, I don't give a fuck about the rose. Like. Yeah, so it's like, he's like, I see you as my future wife, and you see me as your front runner. And she used that word with Greg's mom, front runner, which felt a bit tacky at the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just very messy already. So it's clear, yeah, that there's just that disconnect where... Greg doesn't care about the structure of the show anymore. He feels like at this point, the feelings that we have are so real. How can you still be following these arbitrary rules and like structures when it's like, I'm sure the producers are like, you better not gun to Katie's head. Like you are not leaving yet. You are seeing this through. So it's not Katie's fault, but it did feel like a departure from her attitude all season, which was very like, open um you know she didn't seem restricted by the show before it seemed like let's just be authentic let's be open with each other and now that we're at the end almost she's kind of limiting herself with these rules of i'm not gonna say i love you you know i'm gonna stick to the end it kind of feels like she's like there's gonna be two men there on the day of proposal yeah 
you know, they're both going to pick out rings. The producers like want this to be a traditional season, which was already fucked up when Michael A left. And yeah. Then, you know, when other things went down. So yeah, there's just a disconnect. Greg is over it. Greg yeah. is like, I don't give a fuck about you. He is rooms. at his limit with the show, obviously. Which, yeah, he had clearly been uncomfortable all season. Um, and this was like just such a shitstorm of things coming together. Yeah. Such a like perfect storm. A perfect storm of bad things that just completely led to Greg's emotional demise. Yeah. And he's taking it out on Katie basically. Yeah. Which isn't fair. No, it was extremely hard to watch. Yeah. It was, he was acting very badly. Like it just was unacceptable behavior for an adult man to treat a woman like that, to treat anyone like that. But yeah, it's like, was such a switch from the Greg that we had seen before. And he just seemed so like he had a bone to pick and he was leaving and he was going to like, you know, start a fire on his way out yeah he was in joker mode he went full joker he was in full joker mode so why did this happen (laughs) or i guess like we'll start with how people reacted to this greg quickly went from the favorite yeah to one of the most hated people on this season yeah you know in a span of an hour twitter was very angry at him. I think a lot of people were angry at him watching. Yeah, it immediately went pretty far. Yeah, right? and us watching, we were, yeah, we were like cringing. We were like, oh my God, this is really bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is very hard to watch. But it, it felt very real. Yeah. You know, it felt like a very emotional, rea- like, emotional conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, not a healthy one. No, no. But it felt like a real fight that people have, you know, um, where it's almost like normally it feels more cleaned up for TV or like it's yeah. just not as, you know, I just don't feel like we've seen something like that on The Bachelorette in a long time. Where they put out something so messy. Yeah, it was messy. Not that it hasn't been messy before, but it's usually messy in a way that's like palatable. Yeah. Like, or heroic. Yeah. This was like, he clearly so was just ugly. having like a breakdown. Yeah. So why? There are different theories. And I think a big one that we both completely disagree with was that he was acting. Yeah, no way. There's no way this was acting, this like blow up. Because it's like, what would he gain from that? People are like, oh, his acting lessons are finally like paying off. Literally, what would he have to what gain would, from that? Yeah, no. Being The Bachelor, I think anyone with, like, common sense would know that that would not... It would disqualify you from being The Bachelor. Or I guess I should say there were kind of were two camps on Twitter, at least, where I get all of my research from. Um, So there were two camps that were Greg was completely in the wrong. Mm -hmm. Greg was acting like an abusive, gaslighting... A narcissistic asshole. Yeah. And then there was the other other half that were like, Greg was completely in the right. Katie was a cold, heartless bitch, bitch essentially, who left him hanging and he has every right to respond that way. Where I don't think either of those sides are correct. I think there's a lot more nuance to it. Um, But most people seem to be split into one of two camps. Um, and then you have the outliers like the he's acting or yeah he's acting he's posturing himself to be bachelor which some people in the like greg is a narcissistic asshole you know fall there fall there but it's like i don't know how you could watch that and think that like he's acting there to me it seemed like he it just seemed very genuine yeah i mean if he was acting Joaquin Phoenix better hold on to his fucking hat, man. Yeah, we've got a new Joker in town. Um, Yeah, so it's like, why did he behave this way? Again, some people think, like, he didn't like Katie that much. He got further than he thought he would, and he wanted an out. No way. There would be a much easier way to get out than that. (laughs) Literally, like, there would be no need to have that huge blow up. No. Um, Yeah. There just was, you know, 
a lot of things that I saw where I just thought like, there's no way that's what happened. He's not yeah. acting. He's not posturing himself. I think he really did love Katie, like in a twisted way. Yeah. I think she, or he viewed her as like kind of a savior. Yeah. Like he bonded with her immediately over their shared, like loss of a father. And I think he probably felt like nobody understood that. And suddenly there's this person who understands firsthand what he has gone through. And like, he kind of clung to her, clung, clung, <laughs> clung to her like fiercely. And then like to be let down by her. Yeah. He put her on a unfair pedestal, I think. Yeah, so what was missing from the vast majority of takes I saw from people was the element of his grief, which to me, that is the central element of his entire, like, blow up. That is what everything else stems from. And I just think most people have not gone through that, have not lost a parent, and don't understand, like, if you have not opened up about that to anyone then like you have not started your grieving process. Yeah. Like he's basically on day one. So that's a lot to start. And that grief just affects you so deeply, like subconsciously. Um, like he was extremely emotionally insecure and like um, fragile, I guess. Mm -hmm. He was extremely emotionally fragile because of his father and because of this like combination of his loss with seeing Katie as the answer to his problems. Or as he says, like, I mean, I guess he said like, Oh, you fill the hole in my heart, but it's like, she's like plugging the hole in his yeah. heart. Like there's a lot more work for him to do oh, yeah. that he hasn't even started for him to be embarking on like such a serious relationship. And you know, a, potentially a marriage, mm -hmm. which not that you couldn't do that, but like, that's a lot of work for both people. Yeah. If you're going to enter that, um, you know, relationship where I think Katie maybe assumed like we've both lost our fathers and we're at the it same was spot, a while ago. Yeah. Like we're both in the same spot. Her father passed like maybe nine years ago and his was two years ago. Yeah. But again, if he's never talked to anyone about it, like that doesn't matter. It could yeah. have been like a month ago, honestly. Yeah. So that is like the root of all of what goes down to me as someone who has gone through the same thing, like seeing his like switch flip made a lot of sense to me. Um, yeah. And I didn't think it was calculated. I didn't think it came from a place of like, malice i think he just was very emotionally fragile yeah and he didn't receive the confirmation or the you know affirmation i guess that he was looking for mm -hmm. and he felt like he was left hanging and it just completely like flipped a switch yeah. and there was no going back there from it, that. yeah um and like does that give him an excuse to treat someone badly absolutely, absolutely yeah. not you know grief is not like it doesn't give you an excuse to treat the people in your life badly but i think to just completely discount that element is very unfair to see yeah. this episode this blow up as a reflection of greg's character as a whole i just don't think that it is yeah. and again i'm just speaking from personal experience and from watching greg like i recognize some of the you know his blow up like sometimes that happens like yeah. it's happened to me where it's like something happens and your emotions are just so it comes from a subconscious place where you have anger yeah. and you have sadness from this loss in your life and it's going to manifest in unhealthy ways mm -hmm. if you don't you know work through it properly so i think it just was like again a perfect storm yeah of he has not dealt with these feelings. He's projected his happiness 100% onto Katie. Yeah. And the first instant that she kind of shows that that's you know, not that secure. Yeah. That he can't like depend on that to be yeah. the answer to his happiness. He just completely had a meltdown. Yeah. 
um, because it just completely changed his whole reality of uh -huh. what he had like fixated on and planned for and planned for. He's like, yeah, this is the answer to my happiness. Thank God I've been, I found it. Yeah. Like, I've been so sad for two years and Katie is the answer to my problems, which is not fair to put onto anyone. You should never put that expectation onto anyone. And I think like Katie, I really did love him, I think. And maybe yeah. didn't recognize that as a red flag even. Because if mean? someone, well, I don't know. Like they never had a discussion where it's like, oh, you're telling me you've never opened up to anyone well, else. Well, yeah, I don't know that she before. knew that, you know? I feel did like she, she did though. I feel like he told her that where he's like, I really haven't talked to anyone else about this. Yeah, probably right. Even You're like the first date that, that they had when yeah. he revealed that to her and he was crying. I feel like he was like, I haven't told anyone about that. Yeah. She didn't recognize that it was a red flag. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's not her fault. No. It just seems like an oversight that now has like really blown Cause I mean, up. she probably thought like it would be nice to have somebody to be able to relate to on that level too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like the wrong assumption that We've gone through the same thing. We're probably in a similar place yeah. in our grieving process, which is not true. I mean, yeah. I don't know where Katie is, but Greg is very early on in his like processing his grief. Clearly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's going to take a lot of time and a lot of work. And I just think like when you have all of those emotions that you haven't properly dealt with, they're going to surface in ways yeah. that you don't want them to. Yeah. It's going to like rear its head in a very ugly way. And ways that don't reflect who you are. Yeah, which is what I think happened here. Um, I don't know Greg's full, you know, history. I think what will really determine, you know, kind of his character. How, yeah, his character is like if we hear from people who he's dated before – if this is common behavior, yeah. you know, even before his dad died, or if we, you know, hear what he has to say about it now, I think what we want to see is him say, yeah, I that was unfair. Yeah. I behaved very badly. I took something out on you and that wasn't fair. I was projecting something onto you that you never could have lived up to. Yeah. Um, you know, I was looking at you as the answer to my problems, which is not no one is the answer yeah. to someone else's problems. So if he can say, I'm sorry, I behaved very badly. I hope you don't see that as a reflection of my character. You know, that would say a lot about Greg. I agree. Because from my observation of it, I just like recognized a lot of what Greg was doing, I guess, and how he was reacting to things where a lot of people saw it as him being just like an asshole him being like a misogynistic. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, just like taking it out on a woman where I've like gone through similar things where you just have blow ups because you have all these emotions and you don't know what to do with them and you take it out on someone and it feels horrible. So I would guess that's how Greg felt after. But again, only time will tell. Yeah. But that was my main issue, like looking through most people's takes, which if you haven't gone through that, like you really just would, like you have no way of knowing. So I just think that played a much larger factor into his behavior that night yeah. and the next day than most people are acknowledging. That is just my two cents. My two cents, yeah. baby. So that's just my personal opinion. You can feel free to disagree with me. By no means is it like excusing his no, behavior. No, absolutely not. It was not. horrible behavior and he should feel ashamed of acting that way. But I just think it's important to try to understand and like empathize with why he maybe behaved that yeah. way rather than just assuming he's abusive, he's gaslighting her, he's a horrible person, let's cancel him, etc. So, but there is an interesting conversation to be had yeah. about gaslighting. Because, like, uh, the day after the episode aired, right, Katie posted something on her story about... Do you know what that was? She just... She reposted an infographic an about, infographic. like, the history of gaslighting, what it is. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, I, like, immediately after the episode aired, that's what the main 
discourse among Bachelor Nation was. Like, yeah. he's obviously gaslighting her, blah, blah, blah. And it seemed like by her posting that, that she was... She was agreeing. Like, agreeing. yes, I felt like he did gaslight me. Which she's, of course, like, valid to feel that yeah. way. By no means do we want to, like, diminish her feelings. Um, but, yeah, it is just interesting thinking about, like, what does constitute gaslighting. Um, are we overusing the word? Mm. Are we kind of, like, diluting it? Um, because, yeah, I mean, I think it's natural when you're having a disagreement with someone, like a very passionate yeah. um, argument where you're like, this is how I perceived things. Like, how can you not see that? How can yeah. you not see like that I was upset and you didn't do anything, whatever. Is it gaslighting technically? Yes, it can be. And I think Greg, what he was saying could definitely constitute gaslighting. Yeah. And if Katie felt like she was gaslit, then like that is valid. But also like labeling him as a gaslighter. Mm -hmm just seems i don't know not dramatic it just feels like people it are, leaves no room for nuance yeah it leaves no room for nuance i agree um i'm like i'm not a psychologist but it seems like most of the things i read i tried to do a little bit of research um a lot of people who use gaslighting like they're doing it in a intentional malicious manipulative way not mm -hmm. necessarily but like that's if you're using gaslighting like as a technique it's in a malicious mm -hmm. calculated way intentional intentional yeah whereas greg i don't see anything that he did as like calculated or um I mean, not like, I think he was malicious, especially yeah. the second day he went in being like, I want to fuck you kind you. of like, yeah. yeah, I bared my soul to you and you gave me nothing. And now like, I'm mad at you. But, um, the calculated part, I just don't see that. I don't see it as him being like trying to convince her of something that he himself doesn't believe. I think everything he was telling her was like how he genuinely perceived things mm -hmm. and how he really felt about it. He felt like she wasn't giving him anything in return. Um, yeah, I mean, so I'm not defending Greg. I'm not saying he wasn't gaslighting. I just think there is more nuance than simply like using the term and running with it. Yeah. Um, or just completely shutting it down and being like, that's not what gaslighting is. Like, I think it is somewhere in the middle personally. I tend to agree. Yeah. So all around, it was a big <laughs> fat mess. It was, yeah. Um, Greg did not come off in a good light. Oh my God, no. Like, um, he will have to answer for. What yeah, he, did. he acted horribly. Like, I can't imagine he's proud of that or, no. like, you know, pleased at how that went down. But time will tell, I suppose. We'll see. Yeah, after the final rose will really be the test. Because yeah. I think it would be easy for him to lean into the half of Bachelor Nation that's saying he did nothing wrong. He was completely valid. Yeah. Um, and if he does that, then that would be very disappointing to yeah, me. I agree. But again, it's like, I don't know if this is a wake-up call for him where it's like, oh, I have much deeper emotional issues that I have to work on before I can... Or if he's just going to like shut that down again. Yeah. Because it's difficult. No one wants to do that. Um, but it's like you have to work through those things mm -hmm. if you're going to have like healthy relationships and, you know, a healthy marriage eventually. Yeah. And it's good. Honestly, it's probably better that this happens sooner rather than later. Um, but I don't think it's fair either for people to be like, oh, well, he... I know. I just saw a lot of people being like, oh, he was going to like flee at the first disagreement that they had. Like he, I don't know. It just, it felt like in that moment, that was a very emotional blow up. It yeah. wasn't like an indication of a pattern of behavior or a, um, of his character. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, he would have just like left you at the first yeah. sign of trouble where yeah, it's like clearly was an internal issue. True. Yeah. 
And I think like Katie wasn't on the same level as he was. Mm -hmm. And she assumed he was maybe more emotionally stable than he was. And he was more, um, had a better handle on his grief and his emotions when clearly it's like one thing kind of like set him off. And then there was just no going back from that. So I don't know. I, I kind of like, I hope that we see Greg feel sorry for it and that we can, you know, I don't know. Not that Greg would redeem himself. I just, I hope that he's not like an abusive gaslighter. Yeah. Obviously. And I hope that he and Katie can come to some closure. Yeah. Um, and I hope that Katie is happy. It's hard to yeah. believe that she will be. Yeah. Well, I guess that leads us to a good place to end off. Yeah. Like, what do you think? Um, like, how do you think it's going to end? So when that episode ended, oh, and we have to mention that the producers put in a montage at the end. Oh, yeah. That was essentially an in memoriam of Greg and Katie's relationship never seen this before on the show mm-hmm. in my life they have mm-hmm. never done this before it feels like a weird time to do that it was just bizarre i think everyone was thrown off by it like yeah. no matter what your feelings were on the situation it was like wait what's happening here um but it kind of seemed like the nail in the coffin like he's not coming back yeah it's done yeah and at that moment like when she's crying in the bathroom to caitlin i was like she's leaving like there's no way yeah, she's just gonna go and get engaged to blake But today, Mm -hmm. a photo came out of her standing, like, at the... Proposal site. Yeah, proposal site, you know, in a nice dress to where now I'm like, she's going to get engaged to Blake. Yeah. Out of convenience. Because she's going to be like, I've taken so many L's, my top two left on their own. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm not going to walk out of here with nothing. I'm going to walk out of here with a guy who does, like... Who maybe I like. love me, yeah. who I really like, who is not gonna, I mean, you can never say, but it's yeah. like, I, Blake probably seems like a safe choice to yeah. her. If it's Justin, I will truly be like, flabbergasted <laughs> if she walks out of here with Justin, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, but I, it doesn't seem to me like she's currently happy just judging from after or from mental all. No, and watching how that went down with Greg, for her to turn around and days later be engaged to Blake, it's not natural. I don't believe it. Like with Tasha, even, I was like, I don't believe it that she can just get over like Brandon so easily yeah. or whatever. This is like really, I don't think Katie could possibly be ready ready for that but she's gonna do it so with peace and love i don't think that katie is happy at this moment yeah (laughs) so we'll see three hour finale on monday we will yeah thanks for hanging around let us know what you think and we'll We'll see see you in the next one Bye, Bye, bye